would you do if you ever found yourself in a situation where you had so many gifts that you couldn't possibly use them all? Hello everyone, I'm Kathleen Pelly. Welcome to Journey with Story. Did some of you answer this question by saying you would keep the gifts anyway? Or perhaps some of you said you would give them away to others who could use them. Well, today's tale is an old folk tale from Pakistan and India, retold by wonderful storyteller and author Aaron Shepherd, and it's all about an old man who finds himself exactly in that situation, where he tries to get rid of all sorts of gifts, but it ends up being a lot harder than you could ever imagine. This episode is dedicated to a loyal listener, Avit, who is seven years old and whose mum wrote to me to tell me how much she loves this podcast. How wonderful to hear. Thanks to Avit and his mum for becoming one of our Patreon subscribers. Hope you enjoy this episode. Now, let's take a journey with The Gifts of the Grasscutter by Aaron Shepherd. In a mud hut far from town lived an old grass cutter named Wally Dodd. Every morning Wally Dodd cut and bundled tall wild grass. Every afternoon he sold it as fodder in the marketplace. Each day he earned 30 pesa. Ten of the small coins went for food. Ten went for clothes and other needs. And ten he saved in a clay pot under his bed. In this manner, Wally Dodd lived happily for many years. One evening, Wally Dodd dragged out the pot to see how much money it held. He was amazed to find that his coins had filled to the brim. What am I to do with all this money? He said to himself. I need nothing more than I have. Wally Dodd thought and thought. At last, he had an idea. The next day, Wally Dodd loaded the money into a sack and carried it to a jeweller in the marketplace. He exchanged all his coins for a lovely gold bracelet. Then Wally Dodd visited the home of a travelling merchant. Tell me, said Wally Dodd, in all the world, who is the noblest lady? Without doubt, said the merchant, it is the young queen of Kaiston. I often visit her palace just three days' journey to the east. Do me a kindness, said Wally Dodd. The next time you pass that way, give her this little bracelet with my compliments. The merchant was astonished, but he agreed to do what the ragged grass cutter asked. Soon after, the merchant found himself at the palace of the Queen of Kaiston. He presented the bracelet to her as a gift from Wally Dodd. Oh, how lovely, she said, admiring the bracelet. Your friend must accept a gift in return. My servants will load a camel with the finest silks. When the merchant arrived back home, he brought the silks to the hut of Wally Dodd. Oh, no, said the grass cutter. 
This is worse than before. What am I to do with such finery? Perhaps, said the merchant, you could give it to someone else. Wally Dodd thought for a moment. Tell me, he said, in all the world, who is the noblest man? That is simple, said the merchant. It is the young king of Nekabod. His palace, too, I often visit, just three days' journey to the west. Then do me another kindness, begged Wally Dodd. On your next trip there, give him these silks with my compliments. The merchant was amused, but he agreed. On his next journey, he presented the silks to the king of Nekabod. Oh, a splendid gift, said the king, admiring the silks. In return, your friend must have twelve of my finest horses. So the merchant brought the king's horses to Wally Dodd. Oh, this grows worse and worse, declared the old man. What could I do with twelve horses? But after a moment, Wally Dodd said, I know who should have such a gift. I beg you, keep two horses for yourself and take the rest to the Queen of Kaiston. The merchant thought this was very funny, but he consented. <laughs> On his next visit to the Queen's palace, he gave her the horses. Now the Queen was perplexed. She whispered to our Prime Minister, Why does this Wally Dodd persist in sending gifts? I have never heard of him. The Prime Minister said, Why don't you discourage him? Send him a gift so rich he can never hope to match it. So in return for the ten horses from Wally Dodd, the Queen sent back... Twenty mules loaded with silver. When the merchant and mules arrived back at the hut, Wally Dodd groaned. Oh, what have I done to deserve this? Friend, spare an old man. Keep two mules and their silver for yourself and take the rest to the king of Nekabod. The merchant was getting uneasy, but he could not refuse such a generous offer, so not long after he found himself presenting the silver-laden mules to the king of Nekabod. The king, too, was perplexed and asked his prime minister for advice. Well, perhaps this Wallidard seeks to prove himself your better, said the Prime Minister. Why not send him a gift he can never surpass? So the king sent back twenty camels with golden anklets, twenty horses with golden bridles and stirrups, twenty elephants with golden seats mounted on their backs and twenty liveried servants to care for them all. When the merchant guided the servants and the animals to Wally Dodd's hut, the grass-cutter was 
beside himself. Ah, will bad fortune never end? Please do not stop for a minute. Keep for yourself two of each animal and take the rest to the Queen of Kaiston. How can I go to her again? protested the merchant. But Wally Dodd pleaded so hard, the merchant consented to go just once more. This time, the Queen was stunned by the magnificent of Wally Dodd's gift. She turned again to her Prime Minister. Clearly, said the Prime Minister, the man wishes to marry you. Since his gifts are so fine, perhaps you should meet him. So the Queen ordered a great caravan made ready with countless horses, camels and elephants. With a trembling merchant as guide, she and her court set out to visit the great Wally Dodd. On the third day, the caravan made camp, and the Queen sent the merchant ahead to tell Wally Dodd of her coming. When Wally Dodd heard the merchant's news, his head sank to his hands. Oh, no, he moaned. Now I will be paid for all my foolishness. I have brought shame on myself, on you and on the Queen. What are we to do? I fear we can do nothing, said the merchant, and he headed back to the caravan. The next morning, Wally Dodd rose before dawn. Goodbye, old hut, he said. I will never see you again. The old grass cutter started down the road, but he had not gone far when he heard a voice. Where are you going, Wally Dodd? He turned and saw two radiant ladies. He knew at once they were Perrys from Paradise. Perrys are similar to what we might call an angel. Wally Dodd sank to his knees and cried, I am a stupid old man. Let me go my way. I cannot face my shame. No shame can come to such as you, said one of the Perrys. Though your clothes are poor, in your heart you are a king. The Perry touched him on the shoulder, and to his amazement, he saw his rags turn into fine clothes. A jewelled turban sat on his head. The rusty sickle at his waist was now a gleaming scimitar. Return, Wally Dodd, said the other Perry. All is as it should be. Wally Dodd looked behind him where his hut had stood. A splendid palace sparkled in the rising sun. In shock, he turned to the Perrys, but they had vanished. Wally Dodd hurried back along the road. As he entered the palace, the guards gave a salute. Servants bowed to him, then rushed here and there, preparing for the visitors. Wally Dodd wandered through countless rooms, gaping at riches beyond his imagining, and suddenly three servants ran up. A caravan from the east, announced the first. No, said the second. A caravan from the west. No, said the third. Caravans from both east and west. The bewildered Wally Dodd rushed outside to see two caravans halt before the palace. Coming from the east was a queen in a jeweled litter. Coming from the west was a king on a fine horse. Wally Dodd hurried to the queen. 
My dear Wallydod, we meet at last, said the Queen of Kaiston. But who is that magnificent king? I believe it is the king of Nekabod, your majesty, said Wallydod. Please excuse me for a moment. He rushed over to the king. My dear Wallydod, I had to meet the giver of such fine gifts, said the king of Nekabod. But who is that splendid queen? The queen of Kaiston, your majesty, said Wallydod with a smile. Please come and meet her. So the king of Nekabod met the queen of Kaiston and the two fell instantly in love. A few days later, their marriage took place in the palace of Wallydod. And the celebration went on for many days. At last, Wallydod had said goodbye to all his guests. The very next morning he rose before dawn, crept quietly from the palace and started down the road. But he had not gone far when he heard a voice. Where are you going, Wallydod? He turned and saw the two perries again. He sank to his knees. Did I not tell you I'm a stupid old man? I should be glad for what I've received, but... Say no more, said the other Perry. You shall have your heart's desire. And she touched him again. So Wally Dodd became once more a grass cutter, living happily in his hut for the rest of his days. And though he often thought warmly of his friends, the king and queen, he was careful never to send them another gift. Well, do you see how I mean about how hard it was for Wally Dodd to get rid of his gifts? It made for a very funny story, though, didn't it? What do you think the story's souvenir is? You know, the little glimmer of truth about what it means to be human and live in this world. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that having a lot of things and stuff doesn't necessarily make us happy. It would be a good discussion question to share with your friends and family. Thanks again to Avid for becoming a Patreon subscriber. And if you haven't already done so, you can check out our Patreon options at w www.journeywithstory.com And of course, please do continue to rate, review and share this podcast with others. Cheerio then. Join me next time for Journey with Story. Music and post-production was by Colette Jonas.